Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Brit Rest Journeys on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin and this week we're moving away from the UK and we are delighted to be joined by the sexiest team in standing reps. Easy lovers. How you doing, Stephen, lads? I'm doing good. Yeah, me too. Yes, sir. And easy, I've got, I'm here with two thirds of them, so I've got Jackpot. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Bam Bam Quill. Yeah, brother. Yes, did I say it right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. Close enough. <laughs> well, at least you can understand me. I've interviewed a couple of like Americans from the south south regions of the US, and they can't understand the word I'm saying. So yeah, I think yeah, um, Danish people, uh, British is okay to understand because yes. we're pretty close. So if we're going to visit another uh, English-speaking country, it's probably going to be England. Yes. <laughs> so how are you both doing this evening? You had a good day. Yeah, it was pretty fine. Yeah, children, yeah. As you are the easy lovers, that mean you're big fans of Phil Collins. Oh yes, I am at least. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I too. I, yeah. I was uh, attending like a school at one yes. time. We had a uh, a, a, a isn't like a, a, what is called in English um, hmm, a, a assembly. Yeah, I, I mean we were we were playing music at the school and we had this like rock show. Oh wow, like, yeah. Uh, Phil Collins. I, yeah. So yeah, I've been I've been playing some Phil Collins too. Yeah, Phil Collins is one of the something we used to play in the car. It used to be the tape we had, so we grew up on Phil Collins. And my dad loved him. But <laughs> 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 well, he wasn't that really that into Genesis, but he he really liked Phil Collins. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Phil Collins is better than Genesis. I was <laughs> too, you know. So I'm pretty new to Candy So could you give us a quick overview of what the current wrestling scene is like in Denmark? Um, yeah, so right now because of uh, Corona, it's been uh, it's only been like uh, people from Scandinavia yes. uh, who have been wrestling here for almost two years now. It's been a long time. Yes. Um, but I also think it has been like a good thing for the Scandinavian scene because instead mm. of just getting these big names from other countries we have to use our guys yes have to to yeah use what we have and make that a a really good thing so i think what the scandigraph scene is like right now it's it's really really good um for people who don't know what it is they they should really try and, and watch a few shows yes i've i've, rec- I've recently got into body slum so i've got i've got been probably watching the last two months so I'm yeah. still pretty new, but it is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty similar for when NXT came into the UK, so they just took out like the main events. Yeah, they just yeah, we just everybody just moved up a level. So once, so it's like well, you, if you had all these overseas imports you, that used to come in, then everybody just moves up into the who was in the up on the card can move up into the main events, so then everyone just moves up a level. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's the same thing in Denmark right now. And mm. In, in Sweden. So, yeah. 
So how's your return to the ring then? Post lockdown? I'm not sure what the lockdown measures were in Denmark. Did you have to have to stop wrestling at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a, a period where we had like to cancel all the planned shows. Wow. But um, but yeah, we we haven't had like lockdown or anything. Corona is is very um, low. I would say in Denmark right now we don't have any restrictions or anything at the moment. No, uh, we had like a half a year where we couldn't really do anything, mm-hmm. and then uh, for about a year we had shows with a lot of restrictions, so uh, around a maximum of a hundred people, and so uh, so for the, the body slam standard, it was we had a lot of really small shows, uh, even the places where we used to have like. 300 and 400 people. Mm. We had to cut it down to 50 and 100. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, but luckily, we had uh, some some good deals with some of the places we uh, used to go. So normally, it would be way too expensive to be those places with only so few people. But mm. since uh, no one could do anything in Denmark, we just yeah did what we could. Yeah, my local promoter contemplated putting on shows when they had the restrictions in, but then he thought, I'd have to charge about £100 a ticket to do a show I'd want. If he could only have 30 people in, yeah, he'd have to charge. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't want to do that. No. Uh, so, so that's why we uh, we were pretty lucky. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so having them a couple of months off, I'm guessing it gave you time to rest your body and evaluate what's kind of worked well and what hasn't worked well in the last couple of years. So did you tweak your character or add anything to your moveset and then months off? Um, I mean, under the, I think it was under the lockdown we posted our music video. Yes. We, uh, <laughs> A lot of fun stuff during the lockdown. Uh, yeah. I think uh, I, under the lockdown we got to kind of improve our character work a little bit, I think. Yeah, I had um, that um, you dropped the bomb on me stuck in my head for days after I had <laughs> so, 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 so. <laughs> Yeah, we, we did the music video and we did uh, a seven episodes mini series about yeah. me and Eric Sable being locked inside an uh, inside my apartment. Wow! Yeah, it's in Danish, so British people wouldn't really understand it. I don't think it even got the uh, English subtitles, but no. <laughs> it, it's fun. Yes, it sounds amazing. <laughs> this is the Ice Queen, Regina Rosendahl, and you are listening Broken But Glorious. Yeah, so growing up, were you wrestling fans? I've heard, I've heard that like WWE doesn't penetrate Scandinavia that much, oh, te- oh. television-wise, but were you wrestling fans growing up? Um, I was, I was, but um, like the like, if you mention wrestling to a like a normal Danish person, they will probably know some WWE mm. because I mean because of social media. But we also have ran on a, a television on a television station some time ago. Yes. Um, but like they will only know like John Cena and the Undertaker, you know, the really big names. Mm. But but yeah yeah, growing up I was a like real big wrestling fan. I had a friend who introduced it to me in in, the, in like fourth grade or something, and I just took on it ever since, I guess. And I heard that one of you got into it through the gate of the one of the SmackDown games, but then realised that it was a real oh yeah, sport. That was, 
That was Eric, I think. Yes. I think that was Eric Sable here. Yeah. He also have been watching it since he was a little kid and played yes. all the games and stuff. Uh, I think I'm the, um, I don't know if I can say the weird one here, but <laughs> I, I haven't actually, I learned about racing about uh, six years ago. Oh, wow. Uh, um, I didn't even know what it was. Oh, I knew what it was, but I have never watched anything. Um, but then I met uh, Stefan, who is, yeah, Eric Sable, um, who introduced me to, he took me to a show, and we started going to these shows, and then he uh, showed me uh, WWE, where we watched all the um, uh, weekly shows alone, and then uh, with all the pay-per-views, uh, we sat down and saw them live, and bought a lot of food and, and snack. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that's how I learned about wrestling. It was quite a pretty good year, 2016, 15, 16, to get into WWE. That was a really good, a good year. <laughs> it was about, I think they had this um, draft pick, mm. 52 things. Yes. Um, so it was like a fresh start, and mm. I think it was pretty good for me. A, a draft pay-per-view was it like the Dragon Rights pay-per-view one. Oh, it was just, I can't uh, remember. Yeah. They had, they had the draft, and then they had, I think they had the first uh, brand versus brand survivor series that oh. year as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, yeah I, I got I got into wrestling. Oh, my, my, my nan used to watch it, like British wrestling in the eighties. So that was when I first. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah through, through friends at school, we got into you know, WWE and it really like in ninety one. In kind of way, my dad got exposed to wrestling. Mm. He isn't a wrestler, so he's just a fan, but it, it was like his grand, grandmother used to watch wrestling when it ran on some channels back in the 80s. And yes. He so it's like the same kind of thing how my dad got to um, mm. yeah, yeah. So what prompted you to don the tights and get into the ring yourself? I mean, I had a friend who was a real big wrestling fan, like, like I said, in fourth grade, and then we just got really into it and played, you know, the SmackDown games. Yes. And then and my dad caught on that I was a real big wrestling fan that was a younger. So he, um, like, did some, I don't know, he did some research on Facebook or something and found out they uh, had some training in all, um, you know, the Body Slam guys, or mm-hmm. the four Body Slam. Um, and then we just went, and yeah, that's how I started to train. I was just a curious kid, I think. <laughs> As I say, Jeff, but you, you went from fan, not knowing anything about wrestling, to fan to wrestler within a really short yeah, amount of time. Yeah, <laughs> I have uh, known to wrestling for six years, and I have almost wrestled for five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what happened is that I'm the kind of person who wants to try things. So when I start <clears throat> watching something, I want to try it at some point. Um, so we just went to all these kind of shows, um, mostly Body Slam shows. Um, and then at some point, Body Slam put up a post on Facebook about this open tryout training mm. kind of thing. Um, and I just thought, why not? So uh, it was the plan that I should have uh, went to it with Eric Saber, but he had to cancel the same day. Um, oh wow! Yeah, but luckily I went anyway and spent the rest of uh, the week after trying to convince him to to join me next time, um, and I did. 
So that's why we're both in it right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> were, were there any wrestlers you wanted to like mold your style around when you start training? Mm, not really, actually, because I haven't watched it long enough to actually have an idea of what I wanted mm. to do. Um, so I just tried to learn all the basic stuff and went from there. About an idea of a character? At first, no. Uh, but when I got to the level where I was almost good enough to be on shows, hmm. uh, we started uh, talking about ideas. Um, and the first thing, because I didn't have very good facial expressions, so yes. the promoters really wanted me to start with uh, a mask to help with that problem. Because I, hmm. I could wrestle, but I didn't have the facials yet. <laughs> Um, so the first gimmick idea was this copy of uh, Captain New Japan. Oh, wow, yeah. So for the first year, uh, year and a half, I wrestled as Captain Body Slam. Yeah, it's a superhero gimmick with the Body Slam colors. Yes. And similar to um, Mr. America when Hulk Hogan did it in the yeah, yeah, yeah. 2000s. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So how did, how did that character evolve into... Well... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so basically Captain Buddy Slam was tag teaming with Toby Sane for a really long time and he mm. just got tired of it. I wanted to tag with me and Eric instead. <laughs> so he just uh, snapped and turned on Toby and uh, that's how it became Jackson. Yeah, pretty much. So, do you, so, what, so was it a quick turnaround? Because I'm guessing that was quite a heelish thing to do to becoming the, like, the lovable characters you are now. It was a quick turnaround from being come with the heels to... Yeah, but I think because none of us are actually like these huge guys, we're all, all pretty small compared mm. to some of the other guys. So what we have to do was being the funny heels. Yes. And, and the thing about wrestling in Denmark is at some point, if the people f- find you funny enough uh, and likes you enough, people just start loving you more than actually hating you for being doing all the bad stuff. Yes. So even though we are cheating pretty much all the time, mm. sometimes people are still cheering for us more than the baby faces. Uh, Bam Bam, how's your character evolved over the years? No, no, not really. I mean, I debuted with the character I'm right now. I've only been yeah. wrestling in Body Slam for like a year, maybe a little bit more, I can't remember. Yes. Maybe two years. I think it's about to be two years, but... Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I take you, uh, you know, Eric Sable's tag team partner. Yes. Um, With the denim and... Yeah, and it wasn't it actually yeah. before the denim? I think we had a few shows before the denim thing. No, like like when when, when I, deb- I debuted at a Copenhagen show, um, when me and Eric, we, we rushed the ring and then jumped Eric. I know, we jumped uh, Rick Dunham in it. Um, yeah. We were just wearing, you know, denim from the get-go. I think it was... The promoter's idea that we were done. Yeah, so no, not um, my my character pretty much stayed the same since the debut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where did the name Easy Lovers come from, and was there any other names that was being banded around that you could have been? Yeah, we um we had a like a working name before we got our taxi name, and it was. Um, Denim Boys, I think. Yeah. Denim Boys, <laughs> Denim Boys was, was like the working title, but uh, but uh, yeah, the promoters thought, uh, like thought it was shit. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of was, you know. 
So yeah, it was a pretty bad uh, name. Yeah, and then I we had a show in Aarhus. Yes. Uh, like this triple threat, me versus Captain Boyce and this Toby Sane, where they gave me the Easy Lover theme song. And uh, yeah, and we just took, like, call ourselves Easy Lovers after that. Oh, amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the name actually came from the song. It's not the song that came from the name. Mm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Are you, are you, has the team been influenced by maybe not within wrestling, but is there any, like, cultural impacts that you, that is, anything cultural has impacted the team? Um, like, uh, uh, TV, yeah, film, six. Oh, I think, like, the whole, like, culture around like, the 80s and 70s, you know, like, hippie is. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, like, I, yeah, yeah, we are kind of inspired by them. Like, we, we were denim in the entire life. So. <laughs> like the whole the whole like hippie culture thing of the seventies is kind of an influence on us, I think. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think like nothing else really. Yeah, but my, my, I, I was watching one of your matches before my, my, my six year old came and they asked where you the Dudley Boys or something. <laughs> <Not the Dudley Boys. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah yeah, that's kind of also inspired inspired by like the mm. early ECW Dudley Boys. Yes, you know, I can see where it. Where they were like these mega heels, um, wearing tie dye. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is great. We're wearing the eighties. Yeah, eighties uh, yeah, wrestlers living in twenty twenty one. Yes, definitely. I can see it. Uh, yeah, I've really, I've really enjoyed your matches. What I've watched over the last couple of days. This is the high flying finish, Luchador Eccentrico. Telling you are listening to the High Flying Broken But Glorious podcast. I would say I really loved your music videos as well. So where, where, where's the inspiration that come from? Was that, that was, was that purely because you needed to do something during lockdown? The music video. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. It was just because we wanted to do something fun, and we had a lot of spare time because yeah, none of us really did anything. Mm. So we just took uh, a whole day just filming random stuff and uh, uh, put it together with the music video and it turned out great. And yeah, people, I've, watched, I've watched it a couple of times. It's very, it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. I actually think it was inspired by another music video. You know, like in the, in the like in early 80s where every wrestler from Memphis or something had a music video. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I think there was like one music video. I can't remember which tag team that already like used the, the song we used. So it's kind of like just stolen from there. But oh, I'd have to look that up. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, where did you find that song? I'd never heard that song before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> until I found, found this video. <laughs> but I thought it was amazing. Are you hoping to tour the UK or Europe? Yeah, it, it's uh, something that we want. Uh, I, I think, yeah, of course, Corona put a stop to it. Um, but I think when, when things are opening up a little more, I think we mm. could consider uh, planning a little UK tour. Oh, that'll be fun. So I saw um, Carlos Zamora, the, the last wrestler on the show, I paid that, he got announced for the December show today. Was, yeah, he, he, he tries right now to come on the British scene. Um <laughs> But yeah, we talked about either UK or Germany. Hmm. Uh, because Germany is very easy because we can just drive. Yes. Uh, England would have to fly and, and 
book the hotel or some stuff. So you could drive, but you just have to drive all the way through France, come through a little tunnel, then all the way back up to the twig. It's not worth it. It, it doesn't cost that much to fly to England. So no. <laughs> it would be way, way more expensive to drive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's what you want us. So, yeah. There's, there's lots of, like, three-man teams on the British sea, and that would be fun if you just put fights. It's like, uh, and, like, North, Northwest Strong. I think that will be a great con- contrast. So they're very, a very technical we in black tights. Oh, yeah. And still, that'd be fun. There's a, uh, that could uh, be a great match. No, no, for stronger. I, I watched them hmm. progress. I, I think they're really great. I would love to wrestle them if I had the opportunity. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like Austrian. That'll, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. There's a, there's a, a local team called The Rejected who are like, like, uh, yeah. a nominate, like a nominate, or like a V for Vendetta type. Oh. Um, team, but yeah, that, that'll be fun. Because they, they'll be so dark against your funness. I think that'll be a fun <laughs> contrast. Yeah, they, they, I haven't heard of them, but it sounds like, like an interesting tension. Yes. What is local? Where, where in, in. I'm. I'm. Northwest. I'm, I'm, I'm near Liverpool. So. Ah, okay. That's so I, I oh. watch. In North Wales, Liverpool, Chester. On the way North Wales. <laughs> Yeah, so Liverpool's my local scene, really. Okay, perfect. All right, well, we will check it out and maybe make the match happen. Yes, that'd be fun. But, um, yeah, we just continue to wrestle here in, in Denmark and hope for more, yeah, putting more countries on, on our wrestling CV in the future. Have you got any future hopes to go into the near future? Uh, I think it's the near future. I just had my debut in Sweden. Uh, oh wow! Two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it must be two weeks ago. Um, I actually also did it with a broken nose because I broke the nose Ooh. on the body slam show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to go to Sweden, so I kind of did it against uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the doctor said. So yeah I, yeah, I used to play rugby, and I've broken my nose a few times in the past. <laughs> so, yeah, people don't seem to know how much a broken nose will hurt. They just seem to think, oh, it doesn't really hurt. It's just it just looks funny. <laughs> I thought I was saying I was a teenager when it happened, so I thought it really hurts. But I might be a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were. <laughs> so where can people see you in the near future? Uh, they can always uh, check out Body Slam shows. It's on Dovixtory um, Live or now. What, what's the name? Dovixtory Now, I think. And then yeah, on, yeah. Um, what's the other place called? IWTV. IWTV. Um, and hopefully some Swedish promotions soon. And uh, yeah, then we hope to go to Germany and to UK in the near future. Yes. Yes, you'll have to let me know if you're going to be in the UK or, or especially Merseyside based or Liverpool based. Yeah. Probably, yeah, or Manchester. Yeah, so anywhere in the Northwest. <laughs> or we will. Then we will. Yeah, and you'll have to come back on and support and promote it if you're ever doing it. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to promote any social media you have before we go? Yeah, you can always check us out on either Twitter or Instagram. It just search our names and it should pop up. So Jackpot, Bam Bam, Kvade, Eric Sable, and East Lovers. 
Yes. I'll put, I'll put, I'll put links in the description for ah, social media. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I've really just been today. I love to have you on again in the future. Yeah, we would love to. 